welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 42, Returning to Work While Breastfeeding. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, mama friend. Want to hear a secret? (laughs) I am literally recording this podcast the day before it is set to air. Talk about last minute. But listen, this last week was spring break. It was also a holiday weekend. It was Easter. And I just decided I wanted to take the entire week off. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't leave town or anything, but we kind of did a little bit of a staycation um, as a family. And it was so much fun. We did a couple different things around. Um, We went to the zoo. We went to a trampoline park. We went to a farm close by and saw all the baby animals just some things that we don't normally get to do um, when the kids are in school. So I just decided, you know what, I'm taking this week off. I am not getting on Instagram. I'm not recording podcasts. I just want a little bit of a break. So it was really great. And it's okay sometimes to just take a little bit of a mental break from things like that and just focus on something that's important like your family. Now my kids are back to school and it's time to get back into gear. (laughs) And I really do enjoy coming and talking with you. I always enjoy recording this podcast. It's so much fun. It's just easy to get on here and talk. And I just imagine all of you who are listening as you're going about your day, doing whatever you're doing. And it's just so fun to be able to connect with you in this way. There are so many podcasts that I listen to over all the years as I was just intaking information, intaking information, taking it all in, making notes, <laughs> preparing for my own journey into owning a business. And this is just so fun to be able to do this. So thank you so much for listening. And thank you when you leave a review. I so appreciate that. I wanted to read you a review that was left recently. I just barely saw it today though. It's so kind. Um, this person, P. Pader, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, but you said love Brie in this podcast as a first time mom, she provides tons of resources and most of them for free. I sent her a DM on Instagram with some questions and she was so sweet to get back to me promptly with helpful input. Thank you for being here, Brie. I love this podcast because it's great for listening while working or on the go in lieu of reading the typical baby book. Highly recommend. Thank you so much for leaving that review. I so appreciate it. And it's kind of reviews like that that keep me going every day because y'all know that I am 
pregnant. I'm in my first trimester. And honestly, right now, I would rather be taking a nap, <laughs> which is so sad because it is almost three o'clock in the afternoon and I've barely done anything today. My little five-year-old wasn't feeling well when he woke up this morning. His stomach really hurt. So he's just been kind of hanging out, watching movies today, kind of taking it slow and easy. And I found myself just on the couch a lot with him because I'm so tired myself. <laughs> so I was finally like, all right, time to focus time to get off the couch, time to do a little something. So here I am now in my basement closet, hanging out with you. And trust me, I have some good information to share with you today. This podcast episode is going to be very specific to moms, to those in a family who are planning to return to work. Now that's not going to apply to you all. And even if you're not planning on returning to work, you'll still be able to take little tidbits of information from this podcast episode. If you are planning to do something like spend a weekend away from your baby and leave some breast milk behind with a caregiver, or even just spend the night away and spend a few hours away from your baby, you're still going to take away information that's going to be helpful from this podcast episode. Now, there may be some of you out there who are planning on just exclusively breastfeeding and not pumping during your journey. And that's totally cool. That's totally fine. There are a lot of families who will do that. But what I find is that a lot of families do use a breast pump at some point whether it's an electric breast pump or something um, like a haka, just something that catches some breast milk. And many families choose to store this breast milk and use it at a later time. So since so many families do that, I want to provide you with three tips today. And like I said, this is going to be very specific to returning to work because that's something that is near and dear to my heart because I have been a working mom throughout my entire parenting journey. Now, my first, she is 10 years old. And when I actually delivered her, I was working full-time as a nurse, working full-time for the first time in my entire life. It was so hard. I was bouncing between day shift and night shift. I was a brand new nurse. Felt like I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> Working on a medical surgical floor, not where I wanted to work, but that just is where I happened to be able to get a job. Because when I graduated from nursing school, there was no nursing jobs available. <laughs> That's a great time when you go to nursing school and the whole time they say, oh, we're just going to slot you into a job when nursing school is over. You just tell us what you want to do and we'll slot you in. And all of a sudden the economy takes a plunge and months before you graduate, <laughs> your entire cohort is told, actually, we don't have any jobs for you. So just go out there and see what you can get. <laughs> That's a really fun time. So anyway, I'm getting a little distracted here. But needless to say that when I returned to work with my first, it was 
a hot mess. Honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. I did get a three month maternity leave, even paid, which, which was really great. At least, you know, considering here in the United States, some of you listening who are outside of the United States, you might be listening to this and be thinking, wait a minute, you only got three months to stay home with your baby before returning to work. Here's the, here's the thing in the United States, I'd say that 12 weeks is pretty generous maternity leave. A minimum is six weeks. I, I can't even believe that that is the truth, but there are many, many moms here in the United States who only get a six week maternity leave before having to return to work. Now I've talked with a lot of you who live in places um, like Europe and you say, oh, we get a full year off. (laughs) And to that, I would say, you got it good. You know what? Like, hopefully we can work towards that in the United States. We're not quite there yet. So I was feeling pretty good about having 12 weeks paid maternity leave with my first. But you better believe that when it came time for that first shift back, I was a mess. I really was not prepared. Um, my baby, she was taking a bottle for other reasons. Um, she had been supplemented on and off throughout her life. And so she was already really good at taking a bottle, but I had not done a good job at storing up breast milk beforehand. I had no idea how much breast milk I needed to leave behind. I had no idea how much to tell my caregiver to give in one feeding. I didn't know anything. I knew I should pump, you know, at least a couple times on my shift. But listen, you guys, I was working 12 to 13 hour shifts. Pumping once or twice during a 12 to 13 hour shift is not cutting it. So needless to say, my milk supply took a serious hit when I returned to work. Not only was I really stressed out in my job, but I was not pumping frequently enough. And listen, I was very busy. I I worked as a nurse on a medical surgical floor. I ran around for 12 hours like a chicken with my head cut off, barely had time to use the bathroom, barely had time to eat, barely had time to drink anything. (laughs) But I totally could have done a better job at advocating for myself because there's so many floors, so many units that I, that I went to, um, side note, I was in the float pool. So I moved all over the place, not only between different units, um, at at hospitals, but I was traveling between four different hospitals, multiple units between those hospitals. And so when I got there that day, I just would say, Hey, is there some place I would pump? And half the time they'd say, Oh, I don't know. This bathroom doesn't get used that often. You can pump in there. Now listen, a bathroom is not an acceptable place to pump. (laughs) Please, would you want to go and eat your lunch in a bathroom? Uh, No, like, and your baby really doesn't want to either. So I didn't know enough to advocate for myself to say, do you know what? Like, 
actually, I don't feel like a bathroom is an acceptable place. Is there another place where I could pump, where I could be comfortable and still have some privacy? And you know what? I know that they would have been willing to work with me, but I just didn't know what I didn't know. So I didn't know how to advocate for myself. So listen, this is not going to be you. I'm going to teach you my top three tips today for returning to work. And you are going to feel confident. You are going to feel so much more (laughs) confident in advocating for yourself when you return to work that you're not going to run into these major problems that I did when I returned to work with my kids. Because I want you to have a smoother road. That's why I started making personalized pumping plans for moms returning to work. Because listen, you working moms, you have a soft spot in my heart. I know that it's hard to balance the two. It's hard to balance your career and also caring for your baby. And I don't want breastfeeding providing breast milk to your baby to be a casualty between the two. I truly believe that you can have both. And so I'm totally here to help you, to help you through and listen to the end. I'll tell you how you can work with me and get a personalized pumping plan for your situation where I dive in even deeper than I do in this podcast episode and come up with a schedule that is personalized to your life um, for when you are returning to work. Okay. Are you ready? Tip number one is I want you to prepare for returning to work week, weeks in advance, not days. All right. You got that. This is going to take a few weeks to get everything into place. So please two or three days before you return to work is not the time to start practicing with a bottle and, storing up a little bit of breast milk and getting together your work bag and pulling out your breast pump for the first time and giving it a try. Listen, that's not enough time. And I do not want you to add to the stress of returning to work. It's going to be hard enough. Every time I have dropped off my kids and returned to work, I have cried the entire drive into work. (laughs) And listen, all my babies were just fine. They did great with their caregiver. They took a bottle just fine. They breastfed just perfectly fine when I got back home. Like everything was fine, but it, it is hard. It's a hard transition. And I don't want these other little things like taking a bottle, figuring out how to use a breast pump and all those little details to add to your stress. So think about it beforehand. If you were like me and you are returning to work at 12 weeks, you want to start thinking about some of these details when your baby is about three to four weeks old. Okay. Now I say three to four weeks old, because I don't want to stress you out in that first month or so, because that first month, you're just going to be focusing on perfecting your latch with your baby, getting off to a great start. And sometimes adding in pumping and storing breast milk can just be completely unnecessary and also be enough to just straight up overwhelm you. (laughs) That's not the point here. The point is to not overwhelm you. So the first three to four weeks, you just get yourself some sleep, get your baby some sleep and rest, feed yourself, 
feed your baby. Okay. That's all you need to do the first three to four weeks. Then at about three to four weeks, you can start thinking about things like, Hey, maybe this is a great time to introduce a bottle. There is, there does tend to be a bit of a magic window to introduce a bottle. And if you wait till after that, you're going to be one of those parents that is sending me a message saying, help my five month old will not take a bottle. What do I do? (laughs) If that's you go check out my Instagram at breezy babies. And I do have a highlight reel saved on what to do with the four to six month bottle refusal. There's things that we can do, but if you truly want your baby to take a bottle, the magic window is three to four weeks. Okay. This is also a great time to start pumping about once a day, starting for a freezer stash. But listen, this is really important. You do not need a freezer full of milk. If you see a picture of another mom on Instagram with a freezer full of milk, that is oversupply. We don't, we're not shooting for oversupply here. We're per, we're shooting for perfect supply, just the perfect amount for your baby with a little bit extra to spare. Okay. If you don't know how much is, is going to be needed in your freezer stash, reach out to me. I go over all that and personalized pumping plans and we do the math based on how many hours you work and figure out what your freezer stash should look like. It doesn't need to be huge. You may just want to save enough milk for one workday because remember that while you're at work, you're going to be pumping breast milk to replenish your stash for while you're gone. So it's not going to be a large number. Okay. So just think of this as a long runway. You want to give yourself a lot of room so that if your baby is having trouble with say taking a bottle, you don't need to be stressed out because you have weeks to practice. You don't need to be pulling out your hair saying, oh my gosh, I go back to work tomorrow. What do I do? By the way, that was me with my second baby. (laughs) So I've been there before. Many of you are working from home right now, especially during this time of COVID. So your baby may not even need to take a bottle. Maybe we just need to talk about how to balance your work life and breastfeeding. But there are so many moms that I've helped who breastfeed during Zoom calls, conference calls, while they're working at home. Nobody knows. <laughs> and it's all good and it's all great. So no matter where you're working, you can still totally meet your goals, whether it's inside the home or outside the home. Okay. Tip number two is prepare yourself physically and mentally. I kind of already touched on this, but if you have a plan in place, that is going to give you the confidence that you need, because this is going to be a tricky time mentally to return to work. It's going to feel really hard the first time you leave your baby. But if you have a confident plan in place, you can tell your caregiver, Hey, here is the bottle that I would like you to use. It's a nice slow flow. And here's how much I want you to put in the bottle for each feed. Here is how to warm up the milk. Here's how often baby should be eating. I'm going to breastfeed as soon as I get back. Could you please feed them with this slow paced method so that they're still interested in breastfeeding when I do get back? You're going to have all these things in place and you're going to feel so confident you're still going to crush your breastfeeding goals, um, even with returning to work. Okay. Tip number three is stick with your goals. Listen, it's not one or the other. It's not you're a working mom. So sorry, you can't breastfeed anymore. Um, 
it's not that all stay-at-home moms are the only ones who can breastfeed. There are stay-at-home moms who exclusively pump. There are so many working moms who also combo feed, meaning that they they pump when they're away from their baby and then they breastfeed when they're back together. And the two go seamlessly together. They move back and forth between the two seamlessly. The only important part is just learning a couple of tips about how to move between the two seamlessly. And then you are right on track. It does not have to be one or the other. You can still reach your goals with some good support and education is not all or nothing. It's not one or the other. You can land in whatever gray area feels right for you. Whether that is exclusively pumping, exclusively breastfeeding, or anywhere in between, you're going to find the perfect spot for you, your baby, your circumstances, your family, your situation. It's not going to look exactly the same for everyone, but it's going to be perfect for you. All right. Do you got this? Are you feeling good about those top three tips about returning to work? Again, number one was prepare weeks in advance, not days. Number two was prepare physically and mentally. And number three was stick with your goals. Listen, if you would like more confidence when it comes to returning to work, I would love to make a personalized pumping plan for you. Just hop on over to breezybabies.com, click on personalized pumping plan. As soon as you hit purchase, a Google doc will be sent to you where I can gather a little bit more information so that I can a hundred percent tailor it to your needs within three to five business days. It's usually a lot faster than that though. (laughs) I will send you back your very own personalized pumping plan. And you guys, this is not just a one page document. I'm talking about 18 pages that goes over everything to get you feeling a hundred percent confident to returning to work. Listen, you have got this. You are doing amazing work. Thank you so much for coming and listening with me today. If you had someone pop into your mind as you were listening to this podcast of a mom who you know is returning to work soon, share this podcast episode with her. It could really help ease her transition into being a working mom. Listen, you are doing a great job. Of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You are a good friend to all. Have an amazing day. 